Hello, everyone. Al Madrigal from the All Things Comedy Network. Uh, quick message about fundraising. Thank you so much for listening to an All Things Comedy podcast that you are supporting here. We have a sticker uh, that you can buy for 5 bucks. It says, I support All Things Comedy. If you can go to TubeStart.com, we have a brief campaign going to support our new studio. No one's making money off of this. We're hoping to just have this studio support the comics and make sure they can record in a great place at no charge. And thanks to you. All right. Appreciate it. Allthingscomedy.com, tubestart.com. Thank you very much. Hey, are you guys ready to see a live show? Hi. How the heck are you? Here at the All Things Comedy live podcast, you guys, you've chosen wisely. It's going to be an exciting time. Allthingscomedy.com has a gajillion great podcasts, and now you're here to see a live one. Let's have a big round of applause for our two hosts of the evening, which is uh, Mr. Al Madrigal and Mr. Bill Burr. Hey, how are you? Hello. Good evening. Thanks for coming out. Well, and welcome to Nerd Melt. <laughs> welcome, everybody. You have chosen wisely. It's a tough night, I think. Huh? Uh, we're we're taping, recording this, and you guys are here on October 30th. There's probably a lot of people that are out at Halloween parties. Halloween parties. But not yeah. us. <laughs> That's right. Fucking here. All the women, they're hoary <laughs> fucking costumes. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm That's a right. lion whore. I'm a fucking whatever they dress hey, up. Hey, it's yeah. all fishnet and hoary. It's awesome. Turn any costume into, into a, a whore outfit. Have you it's seen awesome. all the? Uh, Don't look at me. Don't objectify me. I'm a whore. <laughs> up here. Up here. I uh, every single. One, I mean, have, have people listened to the live podcast? Have you listened before? Have you been here before? What's yeah. it? There we go. Repeat customers. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot of them devolved into me talking about how I'm snapping on people. I've been pretty good. I I, I haven't lashed out. I feel like it, I'm, it's helped me uh, understand <laughs> understand you better. He's got this crazy fucking. I don't know what it is. He gave me, like, we got new, a new studio. Finally got a new studio for the All, All Think uh, Comedy Podcast. And I go, uh, how am I going to get in here? I need a key. And he, he gets this crazy fucking look in his eye. How do, he starts I? taking the key off the key ring and slowly walking over to me. It's like, is he going to give me a key or is he going to start stabbing that thing in my neck? I don't know what it is, dude. You guys I was like, excited to give you the key. I, no, I, dude, I was, you're, you're, you're part of, like, you told that story. Your grandfather macheted that guy in the head and had to leave Mexico. You have a, you have a, a murder gene that's flown down a branch like a drop of it, kind of like landed on your head and seeped into your brain. And every once in a while, dude, like I, I didn't know what you were going to do. I've been friends with you for seven years, and I had no fucking idea what you were going to do when you walked at me. Just, yeah. Fucking key in the neck. Yeah, and as I'm going down, you probably do something creepy like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. You're going to start feeling cold, Bill. Yeah. It just puts you down. I did something. Uh, my kids had the fall festival, which is a, a big fundraiser for my kids' school. And so they have a, they have a carny type of games, uh, and everything goes out. They empty out the parking lot. And they do a talent show. And they do confetti eggs and silly string for all these little kids. And it goes kindergarten through eighth grade. So my son's a seventh grader. And I'm walking 
And out of nowhere, this kid I don't know very well jumps up behind me and smashes a confetti egg on the back of my head. Now, I had somewhere to go afterwards, and I'm pissed. I'm walking with this other dad. There's no yolk in there? No yolk, just confetti, and it gets all in my head. And he just runs away. And I knew the kid. And so immediately, switch. Yeah. And I grabbed, I had a handful of of, uh, these tickets, probably $30 worth of these tickets that you can buy more confetti and silly string. And I found five of my son's friends. And I go, come here. Everybody come here. I go, here's tickets for you. Here's tickets for you. Here's tickets for you. <laughs> Fucking ruin him right now. I go, Rowan is dead. And, and so then and I said, and when you're smashing eggs on his head and putting silly string in his face, I want you to tell him Mr. Madrigal says hello. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's Saturday night. This is the thing. If you if you just had that story, because I get somebody hitting you in the head will make you snap. But every week you got a new fucking story <laughs> of you snapping. I got one. I got one for you. I was driving down. Uh, it's going down to Long Beach, like uh, early morning traffic. Long story. And it was, I was getting off the 710 onto the 405, where two lanes go down to one. So you know, it, people start merging. So there's this guy in this truck. And there was still room for two people to fight for position. He sticks his truck right in the middle like a douche. So I'm a dick, so I pull alongside him. So immediately he starts speeding up, so we start drag racing. (laughs) All right? (laughs) Like that. And the guy just fucking, like I'm on this this side of him. He just goes like this. Turns his wheel like that. Hits my side view mirror. You know, like when you can fold them in so nobody, yeah. Like folded the fucking thing in. uh, Like didn't break it. Like. He tapped it where, uh, you know, you can fold them in so people don't clip them when you park your car. That's what he did. He made the mirror do that. And, uh, and then he fucking backed off. So I'm driving. Up. I drove like, you know, I pushed the mirror back and then I fucking drove up around the guy. And I'm yelling at him. Going, you just hit my car, you fucking psycho. You just hit my car, you fucking maniac. And he starts pointing at his jacket. He had some sort of, I'm a cop. Like, you know, going like this. And I was like, fuck you fucking... Stupid patch, you! I call him a faggot. <laughs> Nothing against gay people. I was mad. I grew up in the seventies and eighties, like the synapse from eighty-six. Is <laughs> firing. My apologies to all gay people, but I gotta be honest. I was like, "Fuck you," and you fucking faggot patch. I'm not pulling over. And I started going, "Oh, I got a patch." Fuck you. You're a faggot, right? <clears throat> so he starts going, "Pull over." Oh, he's going, "Pull over." I'm going, "Fuck you." You're in a truck. Go fuck yourself. You just hit me. You're a fucking psycho. Fuck your jacket. And I drove along. going 70 miles an hour. And as he was kept yelling, I kept going, fuck your jacket. 5.30 in the morning. So then I go to get off. He starts following me. And dude, like my fucking, the rage level, the fucking rage level that I had in me, what I was going to do to his face. It was just like, I just wanted to just take my hand in his face and just push it until I got to the back of his skull. Just keep fucking pushing it as he was going like I just literally had the whole murder fantasy in my fucking head. I swear to God. And he finally like peeled off. Even if he was a cop, like what was he going to say? You know? You drove into me. Well, I guess he could have said I didn't and then all his cop friends agree with him. But that's the same way I felt with this confetti egg. I, I, I really did feel like fucking confetti egg me. And I've played that merged chicken with uh, people plenty, but no one's ever hit me. No one ever has merged in. I always feel like I've always won merged chicken. I, I, 
It just happened to me. Uh, Dude, what, has anybody ever driven their car into No, the that's game's crazy. over at that point, you know? Yeah. So I guess uh, maybe we should bring out our first guest. <laughs> I know, that's crazy. <laughs> no, I, 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 we're here at All Things Comedy, uh, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of happy things. guys started a podcast network. <laughs> <laughs> Go to allthingscomedy.com. Plenty of great podcasts. Please go there. We're actually doing a little bit of a fundraiser this month. We got this new studio. Microsoft has been nice enough to donate a bunch of stuff to it. So um, we're really sprucing this thing up. But the goal is to not charge the comedians a dime. The goal is to never charge you a dime. Uh, we're hoping that people can donate. But you guys are doing that here because all the money goes back into All Things Comedy. So, we, again, appreciate you guys being here. Big round yes, of applause for yourself. Thank you very much. Let's keep that going for our first guest, ladies and gentlemen, good friend of both of ours, a very funny comedian that I actually convinced to do a podcast because I knew how great it would be, and it is fantastic. Big round of applause for Felipe Esparza, ladies and gentlemen, the What's Up Fool podcast. Felipe Esparza, any stool, pick a stool. How are you? What's up? What's up, What's up Felipe? fool? How are you? How are you? Nice to see you. Thanks for having me, man. So I actually uh, called Felipe and uh, said, please do a podcast. Uh, because very funny comedian and uh, winner of Last Comic Standing, what, three years ago? 2010. Yeah. And so four years ago and uh, touring all over, uh, just a great comic. And I knew when it comes to the landscape of podcasts, I, it's a lot of white guys talking. Hey, easy. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Is that why you sat over there? Yeah. That's the Latino side, and all of a sudden I'm over here looking like a fucking skinhead. Yeah, you and Dean. Yeah, you and Dean. Yeah, get Dean out here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a great show. I listen, and uh, you could talk about. I want to tell everybody just a background. When you start doing comedy, what are you doing before stand-up comedy? Um, before stand-up comedy, I was just. Um, and rehab, drug rehab, like I was like 22, 24 years old. Jeez, you got to get out of the gates quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Choosing people that just Yeah, when do, you, when do you start doing drugs? I started doing drugs like when I was like 19 years old. I smoked like my first joint. But I've been drinking like since I was like 16 years old, sneaking beers here at a quinceanera or a birthday party. Or. And then what drugs do you go? You, go? you go smoke your first joint and then you hit... Other drugs? No, man. I went like for marijuana, and next month I was smoking crack. You, know? <laughs> you went, Jesus Christ! Dude. Yeah, and at any man. point, I, sk I skipped kindergarten. I just went for the high shit. Man. <laughs> Wait a minute, like a, a month later. Yeah, I gotta man. figure, like, like you went, oh my god, I'm gonna smoke weed. What is this like? Thirty days later, you're smoking crack. Anywhere in your head. Are you going like, wow, th this is kind of oh, nuts? Oh, man, I, I, I was selling crack at the time, so we had it on me, but I never touched. <laughs> so, I never it's touched the crack. stuff. That's not crack. That's just weed. Eh? Wait, when did you start? You smoked a joint, and within a month, you were selling crack, and then you I, tried I was selling crack. crack when I was like 18 years old already, you know, trying to make money. Oh, so it took you a while. Oh, That's right. commendable, it took me a while. I think, uh, No, what it. happened was my brother... We were doing, we were all, we were doing acid the night before, and my brother, yeah, we were like just laying there, you know, Pico Liso, housing projects, Boyle Heights, and um, the next day, my brother went on uh, just hanging out with some random guys, and they, they shot at some random car, and that car ended up being the L.A. Sheriff, 
So they didn't go in. They had a shootout, like a 20-minute shootout, and my brother got shot, and I thought he was going to die. So the day that I thought he was going to die, that's the night I started doing crack. Just to ease the pain, you know. This all happened in 30 days. This in is like 30 this days, is like, man. That was like five amazing movies all in one story. Like it was traffic, Boris Tale, American Me, Blood in, Blood Out. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Wait, the they w- just shot at a random car? Yeah, man. They were like in a bad neighborhood and that car was following them really close. And they were wearing the same type of clothes as them, but they didn't know they were undercovers. So my, my oh. brother's car shot at that car. And then when they were having a shootout, I think two of my friends, two of my brother's friends got killed, and my brother survived. Yeah, he, had a, like a, he got shot twice in the leg, one in the shoulder, and one bullet went through his mouth, but it didn't come out. It's still in his head, you know, like a little souvenir still there. Did your brother See, white guys, we just throw snowballs at cars. <laughs> yeah, we just sort of do that, and then we run and we hide in the woods. That's about as dangerous as it gets. So he went to jail then? After once no, it was funny. Like, my brother, um, yeah, he did go to jail. He was, it was funny. Well, I think it's funny now. He was in a coma and shit, man. He was, in, he was in a fucking coma, right, for three days. And he was handcuffed. <laughs> he was handcuffed to the bed. <laughs> shit, just in case he, he woke up and just, shit. like, popped up. And, like, Hell yeah. We, we want their go. spirit, too. <laughs> <laughs> so he was handcuffed, you know, and shit. Blue cross, I guess, you know. So he, was, he, re, he, was, he ended up recovering. Like he came back, you know, he was paralyzed for a while. And um, it's funny, it's a funny story, man. I'm already doing crack, okay? My brother got better. He sold his wheelchair right. for some marijuana and some beer. How much did he get for it? He got like 60 bucks. What was retail on the wheelchair? For like $500, probably 300 bucks, Medicare, that was a lot of money, man. So then how do you go from so a, somebody okay. with a shitty wheelchair sort of wheel up and saw that yeah, my brother and like like flipped he, it, you know? My brother was like fake from a shitty wheelchair to a better one, like you're driving my, a Camaro and this guy's selling a vet because he's getting a bro- divorce. My brother was already fake. The wheelchair version. My brother Sorry. could walk already, though. He was just faking it to get that, to get that disability check for a while. Parking spot. <laughs> you know, man, some people win um, lotteries. We win settlements. You know, so... <laughs> So my brother's faking it. Wait a the lottery's open to any race. As a white guy, I, I took offense to that, but go ahead. So, uh, you know. They only let white people win lotteries. <laughs> Oprah applause. <laughs> just fucking with you. Jesus, uh-huh. just the haircut. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Go ahead. Sorry, man. So, um, I'm, I'm already doing crack. My brother's, like, doing bad, and, um, my mom's crying, she's bad, and this is a fun, man, it's funny, man, this priest who helped me out named Father Greg Boyle, he's like this Father Greg from my neighborhood, he went to go pray for my brother, right, and my brother could move his legs already, but he didn't tell nobody, and the priest started throwing holy water in here, my brother started picking up his legs like the exorcist, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a miracle! <laughs> yeah, man. So then how do you go, uh, then you go to stand-up, <laughs> you... freaks out. Holy shit, it's actually yeah, it's works. working. Uh, yeah. No, uh, what happened was, I, would have, I was like, holy, like, right after I smoked that crack, I was like, fuck it, this shit's fucking good, you know? So we ran out, man. Like, every guy who does crack for the first time, we thought there was someone on the floor, we're looking for it, like a dirt devil. What does it feel like? 
dude, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It just feels like nine orgasms at the same time. And you don't have to call nobody later, so it feels even greater. I don't know what, I can't explain it, man. It feels like, it just feels good. You ever done crack, bro? You're doing a party on bro. No? I'm never gonna know. What are you, Trump Striper, bro? <laughs> <laughs> now, so it just felt great. I got hooked right away and um, paranoid right away. And I, the, the stuff, the, the drugs that I had belonged to someone else. I ended up like owing him money. And right away, I went to go robbing people to get the money to pay him back. Immediately. You went Immediately, from selling man, it. It was. Selling it and watching people do that shit and owing you money. You took one hit. This is like an after-school yeah, special man. movie. You took one hit into of crack a fiend, bro. and turned right. Wow. And then you had to rob people to get money to pay the guy back. Yeah, man. It was tough, man. Like, I live in Boyle Heights, so there'll be like a, there's a lot of my, there's like a section just for mariachis on first and yeah. Boyle. And all these mariachis hang out. So I thought, okay, easy cash. <laughs> you know, these guys get paid cash. So I would walk around with my friend. And we had a 38, a 38 revolver. So we, we, we'll brandish the, the gun to the mariachi. Hey, man, there's a lot of thieves out here, man. You need protection, dude. There's a lot of black guys over here and shit. And they get scared. Oh, yeah, there's a black guy. So, yo, fuck your house. So I got this gun right here, man, 60 bucks, man. Who wants it? So as soon as he takes out the 60 bucks, okay, of course, I put my gun out and fucking just take the 60 bucks. <laughs> Seems like a lot of extra chatter. Why didn't you just walk up and be like... <laughs> no, because... There are so many mariachis that you got to get them one by one, you know? You oh, can't just right, announce right. it because then you get hit by a guitar or a trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> What's your rec? How many people did you ever, did you ever rob more than one member of a band? We ever able that. to circle back and get like the bass player too? Yeah, we, probably, we, we, we're trying to find the right mariachi, you know, the one who had like maybe two, man, two band members maybe? Yeah, oh, and okay. the nicer outfit maybe. The nicer outfits, yeah. you know? You can't mess around with a whole choir, man. You get your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> so. There was a whole s- group of mariachi. Yes, mariachi like plaza. Like right mariachi there. Plaza. It's not a convention? Like no, all, like, how much you go there right now? They're hanging out. It's I like mean, Home Depot, but you don't look for work. You just drive up and, hey, man, I'm having a party. I need five singers. Get oh, the okay, car. okay. I thought they were all sitting there playing. I'm like... <laughs> Y'all got your hats out there. There's only so many people walking dime, by. Dime. I don't understand. Now, they just hang out right there with the, you know, mariachis are the original, mariachi, uh, mariachi members of the original skinny pant wearers. So they wear real tight pants. That's what's, an old joke. What's the most you ever got off somebody robbing Oh, man, not a lot, man. Like, just a bad, broken hand and 60 bucks. 60 bucks, and how much you see, when you hit somebody, man, you're supposed to hit them good, like... Supposed to hit him like right in the fucking eye, you know, for they could just knock out, you could just take their cash. But see, I was fucking, I was drunk, I went straight, his head went down, oh, I hit wow. the heart, you know what's up, bro. <laughs> fucking hand gets jammed. Did the mariachis cry when you hit him? Ha ha. They were like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> So by that time, I had a bad reputation of being this bad kid. You know, things were going bad. My mom starts talking to this priest. Oh, you can please talk to my son. You know, Catholic moms, they think that prayer is going to work everything, you know. So she's praying. She has fucking candles, everything that doesn't work, right? You know, <laughs> you know hanging meat, <laughs> santeria, doing all this, like fucking um, 
Manny Pacquiao's mom was doing this shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I had beat up somebody that was like a, 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 a it was a bad idea. Like I was, um, I had just saw this fucking movie that was badass, Terminator Two, <laughs> and um, I was wearing the same clothes as Terminator that day, white je- white fucking jeans, fucking black dope man boots, white T-shirt from J.C. Penny. Keeping it real, <laughs> and um, this fucking idiot who just came out of prison—he was—he was like 34 years old. I was like 20, 19 or 22 years old. He starts fighting me right away, man. Like he just attacks me for no reason, you know. So I don't know there was a reason, but I don't remember what the reason was. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy starts strangling me, dude. Like fuck. And I was PCP'd out, so I had fucking Superman strength, bro. Like, I couldn't even feel that shit. So, like, I got his fucking head, and I, I bit half his ear off, man, and he fucking let go right away, man. <laughs> I was fucking this fool up, man. Like, Roddy Piper, man, when he... I was just thinking, I was trying to, I was so fucking into it, I was doing every wrestling move on this motherfucker, man. I did everything but the figure four leg lock on his ass. <laughs> So the next day, man, I'm walking around. I forgot everything that happened. I'm walking around with blood on me and shit, like a fucking butcher. And um, people are looking for me to fuck my ass up, man. They say, oh, man, you should not fuck that dude up, dude. We're going to fucking kill you. So I, I told him. What were you supposed to do? Just lay there and let him choke you to death? I know, right? So I did learn something. If I ever choke somebody, you got to keep your head up high. You, you don't, you don't want to get in. Close. Someone will bite. Someone will bite no, that's you. good to know. Uh, there you go. That is good information. Which is the exact opposite way you hug a pit bull. When a pit bull gets excited, they have like those granite heads and they'll knock your teeth out. So you have to get in close and keep their head like that. And then you can rub their belly without them uh, coming up and knocking your teeth out. So the exact opposite of choking somebody to death. <laughs> yeah, man, he was choking the shit. I mean, he had those fucking prison arms. <laughs> Anyway. That was before UFC. I didn't know how to get, in a, get out of no lock. Well, you're on PCP, so that helps. Yeah, man, it helps a lot. Because I was like, <laughs> Man, as soon as you bite somebody's skin off, man, they fucking scream, man. <laughs> so then he, after he screamed, they're punching his ear. And, uh, so this, now this guy, guy, this guy is looking for you after this. He's looking this for me right now, man. I don't <laughs> His kids are going to get me. So um, that's that, a Bronx tale. This is fucking amazing. That yeah. day, that day, I just goes straight to rehab. This go, this guy goes to ICU, and I just I just hide, man, for about a year in rehab for a long time, man. I, I clear my head. I don't have bad thoughts no more about getting revenge on that bitch, you know. And I, so I, when I came out of rehab, I don't know what the fuck to do, man. All I know is how to do bad shit. Like I don't know how to. How to go to apply to college? Man, I never had an ID before. Just I was living um, off the grid, and so I, 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 there was this fucking white dude man at the rehab who was Catholic. And he told me write down your goals, so I wrote down my goals. Fucking be a comedian, of course, and then be um, happy and eat, go to Italy. Still haven't been there, but I like pizza. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I decided to be a comedian, man, and I started looking around how to be a comedian, like a nerd. I started going to the public library and reading books, <laughs> renting uh, video cassettes of Lenny Bruce, stuff like that. My friend of mine loaned me a videotape of nine specials on a tape, so 
Then I went to open mic at the fucking um, Fountain on Fountain, some place where I met Alonzo Bowden, Freddie Soto, Jamie Kennedy, name dropping motherfuckers there. <laughs> so, uh, but I didn't have a car then, and the only way I would go to open mic was my my neighborhood. So we would go do fucking comedy, and my friend would be outside selling dope outside that place. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. And then I, I think a couple things have been proven here. Um, first of all, confetti egg story seems like. <laughs> no, I was just saying we should have closed with him. <laughs> should have closed with him. And uh, secondly, you can obviously see why uh, I had to convince Felipe to do a podcast. It's What's Up, Fool? Please listen. Hilarious stories. One thing I wanted to get in real quick, and and we're going to bring Dean out soon, but uh, you also, when you were doing stand-up, you were still doing drugs, and um, you have a couple kidnapping episodes of the podcast. Oh, yeah, man. When I first started doing comedy, um, I used to drive another comedian around. He was an older comic, and I would drive him around, and I used to get all fucked up. So I would just drive him around, and I didn't drink back then. I was sober because I came out of rehab. I had been clean like seven years. And so once I fell off the wagon, man, I started kidnapping young comics. Like I would see a young comic who was doing comedy for the first time, new guy from Jersey, whatever the fuck he's from. <laughs> hey, bro, you want to do comedy? You have a nice car? Well, pick me up, bro. So I would take this guy on my adventures to go buy drugs, <laughs> fucking car chases. I would take this guy to do fucking de- all my b- dirty work, man. So just find a new comic. Yes, man. Make them. Take, uh, that's boot. Which is that Denzel movie with yes, that bro, Ethan Hawke com- or whatever the training Comedy day. boot camp, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a couple, a couple of times. They, they got shit to do, man. Well, learn comedy, dog. I'll tell you about jokes. <laughs> Go pick up that white sack over there for me. <laughs> a fleet. The, oh, God. I was just going to uh, bring out another comic, but I wanted you to finish what you were just going to like say. Like the first time, I, uh, this comic, like, he picked me up, and, like, he was with me at the hotel room, man, hanging out, and he was just tripping out because, like, I couldn't do no more coke and shit. And, oh, well, I don't do coke no more, by the way, unless you got some. <laughs> no, I don't do that shit no more. But um, I was in Houston, Texas, man, and and I was like, "Fuck, hey, this, we couldn't find no more drugs." I was calling every comedian in Los Angeles that I know does drugs. I was calling Joey Coco Diaz. Don't be fucking calling me right now, fucking cocksucker. What the fuck is your fucking problem, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> I know this is about the hee hees and the ha ha. No, anyway, so so I fucking have no more. No, I can't, I can't do no more coke, man, because my nose is all fucking jammed up and shit. So I, I, I fucking call up room service, man. This is my saddest moment, man. I call up room service and I say, hey, man, you think you could, I could order a big-ass spoon and baking soda? And they brought that shit. <laughs> and they started making crack in the fucking room. I, I started making crack in the fucking room, man, and, man, they fucking, the chick I was with, Oh, man, it was bad, man. They lost a the hotel account because of me, man. Never, Rich Miller never brought me back. <laughs> We're here now. Hey, fuck it. Hey. There's no punchline people in your fucking think, life. <laughs> Rich Miller didn't bring me back for much less. Uh, I, I, <laughs> That's fucking crazy, right? I don't think I sold out the second show. 
get a call back. Uh, Felipe Esparza, ladies and gentlemen, let him hear it. You're staying right here. You're not going anywhere. What's up, fool? The name of the podcast, All Things Comedy. Next guy coming to the stage, uh, a friend of ours, just celebrated his fifth anniversary of doing stand-up. He has a podcast uh, on the network called Let There Be Talk. Big round of applause for Dean Del Rey, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's up, brother? How are you? Now, Dean, uh, this is one of your fans, clearly. Yeah, uh, he, look, man, you got to get what you can fucking get. Let's describe the gentleman in the front row. That's a Dell Razor right there. <laughs> Typically, <laughs> typical long hair with excellent music taste. Gets a lot of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the people that don't uh, can't see him, he's about six feet tall. How tall are you? Right around there. Right around there. Uh, he's got the sleeves cut off, which was my '88 look. No, he does. He looks like a metal drummer in '88. Like yeah, yeah, not but hair metal. I'm not no, trying to disrespect. No, that's more, more like speed metal. That's more Megadeth. He looks like a in right now. Dave. The audience is like, "What the hell is this?" He looks like a in shape Dave Mustaine. A in shape Dave Mustaine. <laughs> So, and then why is this happening? Well, tell us about your background, because you have also, I saw a picture just recently of you back in the day, 80s, fucking metal days, and you, you're a singer. Yeah, I, I played music 25 years. It was a metal yell. Yeah. Yeah! Right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to have the stance on, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> fucking just dig out. <laughs> It's all about dick in that rock, right? Until Nirvana came around, then dick rock was gone. Were you pissed? No. Did you like them when they first showed up? Because a lot of those, lot of those uh, heavy metal guys, you know, no, because they kind of took the rug out from everybody. I didn't, I, I didn't like the whole genre. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like uh, there's like five great bands like GNR, Aerosmith, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And then there was like four million tricksters. But at the oh. same time, I was still listening to like Neil Young and Carol King and shit. I wasn't just like, hair metal, man. <laughs> like the Beavis and Butthead. That's the thing. People get blocked into that. And then uh, I was just talking about this. I think they don't care for the music. They just like the memories that came with the music. You ever hear a guy like, there's no good music anymore? I'm like, no, you mean there's no good memories for you anymore. <laughs> That's what you're saying, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're old. They're going to pass now. on, man. There's a lot of good shit going on out there. I right? try to listen to mu- new music, and I'll listen to it, but I just can't. I just, you get sucked back into the vortex. Of when you, I, was, I was listening to Iron Maiden. On the way over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where Eagles Dare. And I'm just sitting there going, this is a f- still a fucking great song to me. The but uh, that, Yeah, but some of the, some of the lyrics. You know, he, like Bartnick and but you he, and I. He, he had a lot of, uh, Bruce uh, Dickinson had a lot of crazy dreams. I've just noticed that. That lyric is in a lot of his songs. Dreams? Is this for real or is this some crazy dream? He asked that question twice yeah. on one album. Yeah. Stick, I'm, I'm going to go with the crazy dream there, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> just seems to be reoccurring. <laughs> it's just for real. I'll tell you, uh, Bill and I and Bartnick did a show in Palm Springs, and uh, we're driving home. It's a long drive home, and out of nowhere, I, Bartnick goes, "You know, you know what this ride needs? Some Iron Maiden." 
and he just turns on Number of the Beast, you know, on 10. It's like, through those, uh, yeah, yeah, earth and fall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And then we're Three just white on. guys in their 40s fucking lose their minds. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was like our boy band. Like, oh my God, this song is so awesome. Why don't they make music like this anymore? <laughs> in a Prius, you know? Just run to the hills. Fuck yeah, Bill, run to the hills. Yeah. Yeah, say, with waters. I was, I was, that was driving. good finger banging music. music <laughs> <laughs> I was driving. <laughs> I wanted to be not the only creepy one. Thank you. <laughs> so you, you. You went into like glam rock. I could see you like you didn't put no makeup on. No, no. I like the the more danger. Like if they're on heroin and could die at any minute, I'm in. Right? With lyrics about just like, you know, like, welcome to the jungle. Right? That shit was like right here on this street before there was a comic book shop that was just hookers and dealers out here and bad shit going on. You couldn't just walk in, get a comic book, and watch comics. You'd have to go over a couple dead bodies. Then one guy would just offer you shit out of a long trench coat like you've seen in a movie, and then you just... Tried to survive. Yeah, that's really it's interesting. Like Frogger. Talk about this neighborhood and exactly <laughs> how you've seen San Francisco, especially because that's where we're both from. But L.A. Man, like you couldn't like. There's whole neighborhoods. People would talk about, um, you know, we take it for granted, but everything has been built up and it's so gentrified. You couldn't. Like in Old Town Pasadena, it was like fucking, like it's so nice. There's a Tiffany's, it's like an outdoor grove right now. It was like fucking push them, like fucking drugs everywhere. No one will let their kids walk down that street, and now it's all fucking nice. Like, what was it like here? And you were performing on the Sunset Strip all the time? Or? Well, they, it, when crack hit, you gotta understand, it was like serious. Felipe, like I'm back 48 to years old, he knows, like, crack did not fuck around. So now people are down there at the uh, Chinese theater and all the way down there going nightclub and where those clubs are now. You would not go down there. There was no street lights and it was straight crack zombies like Walking Dead for real. Just dudes walking around, you know, with no teeth and and dealing crack. And there was helicopters at all times, at all times, just around here and I was just talking about it today on my podcast like it's so clean now when you hear something you go whoa really a guy got robbed (laughs) holy shit in Hollywood (laughs) I couldn't believe it a guy Jamie from the left or the um, improv the booker got robbed and I was like that's fucking insane I couldn't believe that someone got robbed and then you go oh yeah it's it's Hollywood but when it, where when they, when they clean those places up and they gentrify them, where do they push all of those people? It's not like downtown. You, yeah, so say you don't That's build a fountain at. and then all criminals are just like, oh look at it. Oh, I want to get some fucking boat shoes and just sit here and listen to the fucking Tony Bennett that they're going to be piping in. They see the fountain, they're like, we don't fit in here anymore. Let's head downtown. No, but they got a lot of those. Atmospherically, like trying to make it seem like everything's okay, like the the Grove. Yeah, you know they have like that fucking trolley. Yeah. It literally goes like twenty feet this way, <laughs> and twenty feet that way. But if you stand sideways and it goes by, you feel like you're in Mister Rogers' neighborhood, and that playing all that crooner swinging music that makes you feel like you're successful, even though you're not. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lock, be a lady tonight. <laughs> 
fucking walking in and out of the gap, this fucking empty life. Uh, which T-shirt am I going to get? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like those places. I think, I, think, I, think I, I think I went all the way to the other side. You got yeah. rid of all the fucking crackheads. You didn't want all that shit there. And then they overly went to the, 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 just, just make it. It was, it was that Jim Carrey movie where everybody was watching him, but he didn't realize Truman Show. Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like You'd think I'd know that, considering everybody uses that as a reference. Same thing in San Fran now. I mean, you know, Al and I live there. You can't, I can't even live there if I wanted to now. I'd have to have four sitcoms, you know. Uh, <laughs> last night, they were like, they lit the mission on fire because the Giants won. And I go, oh, those places are worth like $3 million a piece now. <laughs> those people are pissed. You don't back in the day. You light the mission on fire. It burned for a couple weeks before people came. Well, there's a story that just is so interesting to me. So the mission, uh, big Latino neighborhood, and what happened is that um, I, I used to volunteer for Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and the kid that I used to volunteer with was a 24th and Shotwell. It started had like they got moved out. Um, I you could really see it happening when I was there. And I grew up there, and I came. To, I think it came down here in 2002, 2003, and then it was really happening in 2000 with the big internet boom. And then there was a dip, and now it's just fucking out of control. There was a soccer field where kids used to show up in the Mission District every single day and play. Well, the city changed it to you can book the soccer field with an app. And so the kids are still showing up, but now these fucking dot-comers are showing up to play kickball. To play kick, yeah, exactly. Kickball yeah. and high socks. Yeah. And Adult dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're fucking 40. Adult freeze tag. And they yeah. have to go up to these kids, and they got the video of this guy being a complete douchebag, but kicking the kids off the field because he booked it. And he's looking, I booked the field on the app, and he's yelling at them and fucking kicking these kids that had played there. Non-stop. How do you become that guy? He, he, was, a, he yeah. was a douche when he was a kid. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You don't just, you weren't a good guy. But ever. those guys have taken over the entire crazy, city. And man. it's like, I don't miss San Francisco. I'm, I mean, I love San Francisco. I love, you know, all the sports teams and everything. But um, I don't ever want to go back. Because yeah. it's fucking changed. It's, not, it's a weird no, city now. Yeah, there's no more normal people that live there. There's a, a Google bus. And even the rich assholes are complaining about the new rich assholes. Yeah. That's what's happened. Before, there was like one rich neighborhood. It was like Pacific Heights. And you just didn't go there. You're like, those guys are fucking made it. That's old money. And then Metallica got rich and they just said, we're moving in here. You know, and just moved to Pacific Heights. So then that was the only rich people ever. Now it's just like, I created an app. I'm buying this whole block. Just like when like, a lot of blacks moved to from South Central and those areas to Moreno Valley. To make it safer, then it became more Negro Valley. Oh, it became worse. <laughs> for real, bro. That's a racist joke. No, for real. <laughs> That's what they call it. Even blacks call it. Where you live at? I live in more Negro Valley. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do that bit. <laughs> you couldn't. The two of us over here. here are like, yeah, man, you hear about that? No, you guys. Bill just even I started thought, leaning I was away. Going like, did he just say? Is that a Latino word? And I'm fucking not hearing it right. It sounds like he's saying more Negro. More Reno is bad. Like the beans. Black too, though. Huh? Uh, I got a funny story when I first met Al. This is a great story. I, uh, I'm not doing comedy. I think it's '06. What are you I, doing, bro? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what an old rocker can do. <laughs> Just start walking around here going, Dang, wow. Hey, do you remember the show where you were playing 
to the crowd and you were looking out just going like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Here's your, I don't want to be, you didn't yell as loud, you kind of went, yeah. <laughs> you didn't You're do the whole windmill, you just kind of went, eh. You only put up one finger instead of the devil. I was it was half a horn. Yeah. I was loading this truck and I said, fuck this, eh. Yeah, you know, I do remember that moment. It was, I went out on tour with the Wallflowers for like 10 months. Don't and be lying. And we're doing like theaters on a bus, and it was fucking great, right? And then I get home, and, and it's just back to the shitty clubs, you know? You're thinking like, I'm home. You know where I was? You know, and you're, yeah, you opened for someone that wasn't your shit. That's like when I feature <laughs> with Bill, I don't step off and go, that's right. That's how I feel when you I open. saw that. That's how I feel when I open for Russell Peters. That's right. You got in a fucking jet plane, and then next week we went on a Greyhound bus. <laughs> you gotta, you Just gotta know your watch. fucking your your place. So I was over here. What's that uh, Chinese restaurant on Fairfax and Melrose? Yoshinoya. No, they do like comedy there sometimes. <laughs> it's like a chunk. What is it? That's it. So they got a side little showroom, and there I am. Just got home from doing, like, New York City, you know, like the Beacon. And now I'm like, all right. I'm playing acoustic, you know, living on road, good drive. And there's just a guy in the front like this. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, Signed I'm at the Genghis Cohen. Sign this guy. Some dude's on. I'm waiting for my friend to come on. Yeah. Uh, fried rice. Fried rice. <laughs> Fried rice, yeah, fried, no pork. I'm Jewish, no pork. No pork. He's like yelling, no pork. And I'm like, hey, dude, I'm on here. And he's like, I know, could you finish? Because I got to get home. I want to see my friend. I was like, oh, I'm out. That was it. That was it. I remember. Where were you at the height of your, like, in in your career as a musician? Where is the height for you? Well, I opened for a lot of great people, you know, like Petty, Black Crows, Kravitz and stuff. But... I never got past that. But for a while, it was really good because you could go out on tour and make a living selling CDs. So you could tour with, like, uh, Wallflowers and sell thousands of CDs. I was making more money than they were because they were my own CDs. But then it became this. This was the classic. I go, hey, you want to buy a CD? And they go, oh, no, man, my friend downloaded it for me. I love it, bro. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you just stole the CD, huh? (laughs) Uh, it's, it's all good, right? No, it's not. It cost me like 50 grand to make that record. Oh, dude, I owe you, bro. I owe you. And I was like, what the? So I come home 10 months with zero money. And, you know, I'm paying rent on Queens Road behind the comedy store, and I just had to move out. I was like, this is done. You know, like, people don't understand. When you steal music, Bill and I were just talking that you steal films, and then you just start stealing anything, you know? Might as well steal a car. (laughs) Like, people don't think about it, but it's like, you know, then I was done. So I was like, well, if I'm going to be done, I might as well do do comedy then. And then you Uh, met me, and I convinced you to fucking do it, right? What's that? You met me, and I convinced you to... No, this is a great story. I'm riding down... I'm riding down Sunset... I'm still thinking about go either way. I'm still thinking about the fifty thousand dollars you paid that yourself. Yeah, man. Because what what you do is when you got a record deal, people don't think they go, "Oh, well, you've got a record deal and you're rich." You give yourself a record deal. They give it to you. you, They give you a record deal. They loan you the money. Oh, you got to pay them back. You don't fucking just get money to make a record. They go, "We love you." 
get out there. No. You make the record, and they go, hey, you owe. And if you don't pay, they drop you. you know? And then, then you're fucking done. And even if you make the money back, they always say you're not in profit. Yeah, we're still not in profit. You know? yeah. hey, the, I sold 10 million albums. Yeah, but we spent fucking 20 million on billboards. Blah, 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 blah. And then they all go out and buy yachts, and then you end up on Behind the Music. It's true. <laughs> with no teeth, yeah. selling crack out here with Felipe. Like, welcome to the jungle! <laughs> Got the best crack! Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'd always wanted to do comedy my whole life, but when I was young, it was like adults, like Carlin, and they were like grown men doing comedy. I didn't know where to do it. So, uh, uh, 2006, I think it is, I'm riding down Sunset, and I see him at the comedy store. They're starting to put up this lettering on the marquee, and it says Dave, and the next one comes up, C, and I go, oh, fuck that. I pull over on my bike. I go, hey, what's going on here? They go, Dave Chappelle tonight, two shows. I go, I got to fucking see that. Because at the time, Dave Chappelle's uh, TV show, which Bill was on, was like the best thing I'd ever seen. So, I pull in, I buy two tickets. They make me sit in the front, because I'm by myself. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to sit in the front now. Sorry, you got to sit here. Now, knowing that I'm at the comedy store, I should have said, fuck you. And just, I'm sitting over here. Here's 10. Move on. And they would have let me sit there. But I sit, and Al comes out, and he fucking murders. Like, one of the funniest things. He's got some bit about, this is my shovel about Armenian kids. I'm dying. I'm like, who is this guy? Then Dave comes on. He just got back from Africa. And he's killing. He's killing so hard. I'm laughing. He stops the show and goes, ain't that funny, bro. <laughs> stops the show makes a point of me. I'm like, no, it, it is that funny. <laughs> Thank God you're here. But later I get Al's email somehow. And I go, hey, I'm trying to get a hold of Dave. I want to pitch a show to him. <laughs> like an idiot. Right? And he's like, yeah, bro, good luck on that. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward later, I meet uh, Al, and he's wearing a Giants hat. And I go, man, aren't you afraid to wear that hat around here? Like, dudes are getting shanked. He's all, fuck them. <laughs> Six exact words, fuck them. You got to wear your hat, bro. We're from there. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Once in a while, I'd put it on and just throw it back in the car. But, uh, and then I, I started watching Al, and I was just blown away. How that uh, Dave Chappelle story, I did real quick. He did So he did come back from South Africa, and um, he went to the comedy store unannounced. I had worked with him uh, the week before in San Francisco. So I was just – I went back home and uh, just ended up walking backstage. So I'm hanging out backstage. He um, he says, you want to do a guest set? I'm like, yeah, I'll do a, a guest set. I knew, that's what I was looking for. And I did um, <laughs> se- seven minutes, but I look out in the crowd. Eddie Murphy sitting next to Bruce Willis, uh, the guys from System of the Down, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Del Rey. Like that. What's that? <laughs> Dean Del Rey. Right out in the front. <laughs> Fresh off his retirement tour. What's up, bro? I'm front row. You better be funny, man. I just opened for Jacob Dylan. <laughs> we should get, uh, the, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one more time. Dean Del Rey, Let There Be Talk. Listen to that podcast. Felipe Esparza, what's up, cool? Uh, thanks so much for coming on, you guys. We're going to bring out a couple more comics, but uh, uh, one more time for these guys. Keep it going, yeah. Thank you, Hilarious. man. Love you, man. Love you. That was awesome. Are you going to stick around or are you going to take off? All right. 
crazy, right? I mean, you can huh? see why I had to convince him to do it. Oh, yeah, no, no. He also he has, such a, he has such a mesmerizing way of telling a story. <laughs> no, it, both guys uh, have such interesting backstories to get to this uh, that a lot of comics you do start when you're 18, 19 years old, but then you have zero life experience coming into it. And so these guys uh, are, have led very full lives and uh, almost died. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> Allthingscomedy.com, folks. Uh, we're doing a fundraiser. We have stickers that we made or got made for us, uh, but to show your support, exclusive to this, and we're going to be doing this thing. It's uh, five bucks gets you both. Uh, I support ATC. Again, we're not charging. He's going to get one. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> happening right now. Uh, what do you tell about the studio real quick? Because you just went there for the first oh, time. Oh, for the first time. Yeah, we, uh, we got a new studio. Can't say where it is because there's too many psychos in the world. But uh, <laughs> it was an amazing place, uh, uh, state-of-the-art studio. We got the flat screens on there. We're finally going to have like professional. With, with a little company that could. And uh, I don't know. It was awesome. Yeah, I'll all start owned doing by comedians. Podcast yeah. Are, are you really? That's gonna, that'll yeah. Be great. No, uh, I got I to gotta promote it more. Um, yeah, we're all yeah, on. Obviously. Oh. <laughs> We're all owned by the comics. Can't blame it all on Halloween, dude. That's why you guys guys being here uh, means a lot. And uh, this next comedian has been with us since the very beginning. Uh, Her podcast, The uh, Dork Forest, uh, is uh, amazing. I've been on there. uh, And uh, she also has an album out with All Things Records. Uh, So it's actually not out to her first, her hour special. This will make an excellent horcrux. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause for my friend Jackie Cation. Let her hear. Hey! How are you? Yeah, we're doing that. Hey, I'm going to grab this water. It's in your bill. There you go. Sit right here. How's it going? How are you? I hate these hup eye chairs because I don't have posture. Oh, I don't. You know what? I've, I've caught myself like five times. I get all the way. This is actually my normal posture. <laughs> and then I'm just picturing, you know, everybody who's watching this is great. at home. Dude, why are you sitting like a, a douche? I'm glad there's a video. This is where I keep my vagina. And, there you uh, go. Yeah, it's nice. So that'll be the good posture side. This yeah, will be the bad posture side. You seem side. tidy. You're a little hunched because nobody looks good in these chairs. I don't know who looks good in this chair. I have a cashew-shaped body. And uh, <laughs> I, I do. Well, can you just, I, I got to work. It's made for these chairs. I the go, I try to go to the gym just to work on standing up straight. That's all I'm going for. Is because I go, go into. Fo- uh, no, not okay, anymore. Just I, I, I just do home shit. I do all body weight stuff. All right. What? Like lift bricks? In the, uh, no. What you- Pull ups, push ups, all that old school shit that was fine. Before they had all these dumb machines and the fucking noddle and all. You don't need any of that. You go for a walk. Were you in prison in the you, 40s? Put, no. Uh, I wasn't. I just, I, just, I just broke it down. I just looked right, at it. That's it. That's what, like, that's what that's you That's all do. you You don't need to do all of this. All right. You know, push it up. Push it up. All that shit in the 80s. You know, fucking tearing muscles. Nobody ever did squats. And then you fucking walked around with this big upper body and your little skinny legs. So you just Jack LaLanne it, fucking doing like, uh, yeah, and everybody makes fun of it. Like what you're doing is stupid. It's it's great. It's great. I love it. I, but I, no one I, I got a, no a pegboard. It doesn't matter. What do you, I got a pegboard. I got a climbing rope. I I am addicted to uh, to that American Ninja Warrior. I think grip strength is the shit. <laughs> and if you do it enough, dude, you can literally. You if, if, the if world. you're on the road and there's a fire, you can literally oh, yeah. climb down. 
the side. Like, people who rock climb could yeah. literally climb down the side of a fucking hotel, putting their fingers in, like, fucking crevices, <laughs> sticking their leg like that, as everybody else is going, oh, my God, oh, my God, in the balcony. That guy's going to climb right by you, head down, like a fucking spider. It's just going to go right by you. And you can do all of that climbing rocks. These all these dumbass machines. I think it's a, it's a big scam. It's a great place you want to try to get laid, try to meet somebody or something like that. That's fine. But, you know, with the Ebola... And all of that, you gotta weigh it. You gotta weigh it. You go in the steam room, there's always gonna be somebody there with his dick out, and you know, out cleaning fungus off his feet. They're fucking horrific. They're horrific places. And you can't get out of them once you join them. So I work out at home, everybody. <laughs> I had a VHS tape in the 90s called Buns of Steel. Yeah. Yeah, that's the last time I worked out. It's great. Buns of steel, then they yeah. had the girl from Three's Company with the thighs. The thigh thighs master. Of steel. That was the thigh master. That was a master. There was steel. There was mastering. That's right. Yeah, things the were happening. Steel was big. Steel, steel was big in the 90s. Vinyl is uh, final. Steel is for real. My dad sells aluminum siding. Um, so that's, the, that's what he used to say. Vinyl now, is final. Steel is for real. Dork Forest, I was on, and I talked about Adventure Time. You didn't. You talked about uh, firing people. Uh, <laughs> you, ta- you don't want to make him mad. He's got this switch that turns. That. Just, Click. Just, just you thought I was it. mad at you uh, not too long ago for the album we had uh, Jackie. Not, I keep saying album, but it's uh, the uh, one hour, hour special. Hour special. Um, it was the Pioneer uh, special to be released on All Things Records. Because, again... Everybody's getting these fucking horrible deals. We decided we were going to do something right, and um, yeah. you were very patient with us because it takes That's a lot to said. get you their shit together. You said, "Guinea pig, are you willing to do this?" And I said, "Yeah, let's let's see what can what can happen." And you guys were it was amazing. Everybody mm. came together. You were you built it uh, from nothing into uh, a small pile of no, there's si- there's uh, and then we added mortar <laughs> and pestle, and then it turned into a brick it's house. Working. It's working. Yeah, it it's, works wor- it's working now. Works now. It's, it didn't. Work and Jackie is very nice, but thought I was you were pressing. I think because I was. Well, I was curious. What was, I, 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 I'm, I'm slightly. Uh, I'm a bit of a one man band, right? Like I have to figure out what the fuck is happening with my career because nobody else gives a shit. And uh, so I had to ask. And uh, so then, but I felt like I had been pressing too hard because it was all free, and I was like, well, free, you get what you get, because right? I mean, that's what you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah but we were. But I, really but I wanted to ask about it, and then I thought I'd asked once too many times, and then you were like. Like, she thought she uh, angered. Yeah, I thought I had angered the madrigal. I, I thought he would swoop down on me like a madrigal. <laughs> I thought I did it earlier today when yeah. I had just asked for keys to a place. He suddenly <laughs> got this look on his face. Sure. But uh, with the show, you just had Eddie Pepitone on recently. Yep. What, yep. what was he talking about? Uh, like, Pep hockey. He likes Un- hockey? Unbelievable. Eddie Pepitone, vegan wannabe. And when I say wannabe, I mean I saw him eat a tuna fish sandwich two weeks ago. Um... <laughs> Uh, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he he came on. By the way, had not had lunch, and uh, luckily this, uh, which looks like the mother of three, had already prepared a vegan salad for him because I thought he's That's not nice. going to eat before he gets here. So I'm probably going to have a salad for him. Like for you, I'd probably have a nice sandwich, like a turkey, I, little I, Swiss. I love that sure. Vegan shit. Anyway, it's not, I don't mind vegan shit, but whatever. Uh, so he came on. He talked about hockey. He loves he loves how manly it is. He loves he's uh, he loves the hitting. And he loves the skating. That was what he loved. And he talked for a half an hour. He talked for a half an hour about hockey. And, and I don't know shit. they that fucking game of hockey trying to placate to these fucking assholes who aren't going to watch it. 
for years, people, we got to get the fighting out of the game. What? So people who don't like hockey can continue to it's not the best watch part. Yeah, nobody's going to yes. watch. Yeah, they're different. It's such. It's it's yeah. That's you're not a what hockey, hockey fan is if, about. If, if you see fighting and you don't question it, you just think, yeah, that's awesome. I want to watch more of this. Right, and I he never didn't fall it. down. He doesn't fall down with the with these. He's beating someone with a stick while while ice they skating backwards. With gloves. Oh yeah, gloves. Once every five years. Somebody hits somebody with the stick, and then all these people Are that don't card? like hockey come out and go, you see, this is what needs to stop. And they start describing hockey like it's 1975. There's ba- like, Bruins and Canadians met for the first time this year. They, there was no fights. That was unfucking heard of. Like the first game Were of the year, sad? you had to set the tone, and both penalty boxes would be full by half a, halfway through the first period. They don't even fight anymore, and now, now they're saying they've got to get it out of uh, I'm sorry. That's just a, that's just a bad story. Are you a hockey dork? Do you like hockey? I take it. I, I I love it. You enjoy the hockey? All right. I enjoy hockey. Okay. You could talk about hockey. <laughs> it's you not could hold the forth. Hockey. It's hockey. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> See the thing about the dork forest is I don't know shit about whatever somebody comes in on. Oh, okay. Like like people come in like uh, Greg Proops did the history of baseball. I could give a shit about baseball. I hope it all works out for people who like baseball. Right. Uh, do you love baseball? The baseball. The ba- oh, the baseball. Yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? Uh, I'm from Wisconsin. I'm supposed to care about that team. Right. And I, I know things about it. I don't want to know anything about it. It's, uh, I know the name that Aaron Rodgers is, is, a, is some sort of large sporting. He's a big deal. And uh, I don't know anything. I, I, but I, so what do you we, focus on? What is your, like, what, what is, is your... my dorkdom? Is that what you want to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do a lot of reading. Because I'm alone a lot. So what I, like to, I like to read some science fiction. I like to read some westerns. I read some romance novels. I'll we were read just anything. walking now, what around. What would you do if somebody was looking at your science books, your science fiction books, and they were going, we got to get, get the violence out oh, of yeah. sci-fi. We got to take oh, yeah. these laser Why is it so sexist? Out of Why it. is it so, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's what, what they're doing in hockey. Well, there's a whole new genre. <laughs> That's what they're doing. It's people who don't it's give a true. fuck about hockey. Are gonna ruin it so they can continue to not watch the sport. They keep lying, it's, saying, "Yeah, that Olympic hockey, uh, uh, dude." I watch curling once every four years, and I fucking enjoy it. If there was a league, I wouldn't watch it. Right? Well, people get people get up in there in there like because there's a lot of uh, new fans of science fiction and a lot of new fans of comic books and a lot of new fans of of all this 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 superhero magic fantasy bullshit right. that I've always enjoyed, always enjoyed. And now there's a bunch of bros, you know, a bunch of fucking haircuts, all sitting in a row, just looking at me, and they're like, "Yeah, well, it's great, but I'm gonna need more boobs. Why are there no nipples?" And you're like, yeah. "There's gonna be nipples. It's all gonna work out for you." And uh, just pretend that there's nipples. And see, like, I would never do space that. Opera. I would never. See, well, I'm not into science fiction. Right. I don't like it. I you hate don't care. the third uh, Lord of the Rings. I almost said the third ring. Lord of the Rings. I can't stand that shit. I saw one of them. Every time it faded to black, I was like, thank God it's over. And it would fade back up again. And there was another fucking valley that they were going through. I absolutely hated it. But at no point would I ever start talking about how they should change it to improve it because I know I'm not going to watch it. I just say, people like that shit. I'm not into it. And I fucking leave. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. We were talking about uh, walking around the comic book store that we're in, and we were talking about the couple things that I were reading, recommending shit. And uh, I was, I'm reading this book called Scalped. Is anybody reading Scalped? Does anybody know anything about it? It's about Indian reservation uh, with this guy, FBI agent. He comes back in undercover and it's corrupt Indian casino. And it's fucking just fucks 
people up. It is amazing. I mean, it's one of the most violent things I've ever read. Yeah, it was a little too dark for me. It was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I fucking it's, love uh, it. I say it's probably the last thing you needed to do. You need, you need, like, <laughs> you need like a pop-up book where like you can pull shit and stuff like rainbows come up. My little pony for positive affirmations nice. just to kind of level you out a little bit. Like, no, I'm in there. It's like same thing with Felipe when he saw Terminator 2. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go to an Indian reservation with a machete. Fuck that. <laughs> Because those, because that's what you should take it out on. Some guy huffing paint by the by the tracks. Yeah, you should blame your life on that guy. Shit, I can't get enough of it. I the more violent, the better. I did. Uh, did you ever read uh, Crossed? That one? No, you have certainly you you fucking. Yeah, it's no. It's one of the. Uh, all right, so I was doing a hundred bullets. Gripping the microphone now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. We're doing this. Like, that's what you gave this movie. So I, I did Don't this. Uh, you ever see this? You ever see this fucking book? I was uh, <laughs> doing this podcast with uh, Axel Alonso, who is the Axel is the uh, he's a, uh, the uh, editor for Marvel Comics, and so I, everybody's asking, "What do you read?" And he goes, "Yeah, I read this Crossed." And so I went to go check one out, and it is Walking Dead. But all of the zombies are like co- coherent enough to try to fuck you and eat you at the same time, and it's one of the most horrible well, that things. That sounds hilarious, actually. Uh, Is it really funny? No, it, no. There's oh. nothing funny about it. It's fucking. Uh, <laughs> I need my horror to be hilarious. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Like Lock and Key. Did you read that, Joe Hill? No. Stephen King's son. Anyway, that was that was dark and funny. And then uh, Rachel Rising, Terry Moore, witches. Anything? Nothing? No. Right. You don't read it. This is like, like the type of chatter when I was in school, like like three minutes in, I'd be in the back of the class going, I'm not going to pass this. <laughs> it's just, no, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I just, we're just, we're just going to fucking use this as a study. We're just going to, I'll do my homework and the other ones. Just this, like, is, yeah. this is when I was 13, I knew better than to talk like this because there'd be some guy who'd shove my face into a locker and go, bam! And then he'd go, oh, you're a girl. Shit. And uh, so, <laughs> really, it was I was, I was but didn't that happen to everybody? I, th- I think I had a teacher like lock me in a fucking room, and then went out, and, out to the football practice. Like he didn't have time to give me detention, but I, he wanted me detained, so he locked <laughs> me in his office in the locker room. All the football players knew I was in there. They were knocking on the door, laughing at me. And he had me sitting there in the dark throughout all of practice with the door fucking locked. If there was ever a fire, that's it. I was over. I had this guy by the balls. And I was too stupid to realize it. I, sh- I, I fantasize about what I wish I did coming out of there. You know, my brother was the manager of the football team, and he sold all of their sweatsuits. He just sold them to people. He was like, who wants a sweatsuit that says South Milwaukee Rockets on it? And he made, like, because they were the really thick champion, whatever. And, uh, and they caught him. And uh, he, he just sat there, and he was like, I'm going to need to see my lawyer. And so he calls my dad, and my dad comes in with two lawyers, and it's just, he got away with it. Two, two lawyers? Two lawyers, because my father doesn't do it. He's Armenian. He doesn't do anything by halves. He wore his pinky ring. It all worked out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. If you had had grip strength, you would have climbed out strength. that fucking window. Yeah, he would have ran. I didn't, I didn't need it. All I needed to do was just sitting there going, I'm going to get a fucking A for the rest of the year. That's it. Because the second he opens his door, I could have literally dropped the F-bomb. I could have been like, dude, you fucked up. 
Yep. <laughs> do you realize if there was a fire? Do you realize how fucking I got all these fucking witnesses? I want an A for the rest of the year, and you shut your fucking face for the rest of the year. Go Why fuck yourself. Why didn't you think of it? Because I, I was a, I looked like Ron Howard. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> My pupils were dilated. I couldn't see anything. I was humiliated. All the football players were laughing at me. You know. And I wasn't a nerd. I was one of those middle. I wasn't cool. I wasn't a nerd. I was in the fucking middle. I'm sick of nerds like fucking trying to like, uh, like just act like all the bad shit happened to them. Like I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying in general. Like everybody oh, yeah, acting yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like you know, fucking grow up, you know. <laughs> no, it's try shit. a little harder, you know. No. Do a couple push-ups. <laughs> Maybe get some contacts. Do something <laughs> to get yourself watching the fight rather than being in it, you know. And yeah, I'm blaming the victim. All right? You're fucking asking for it. You're going out of your way now to dress like a douche. No, no, no sympathy. Every, no, I think everybody had the shit beat out of him by somebody or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and they're not going to end bullying either. No, no. It's just, it, it just is what it is. No, it builds Dumb character. Dumb people fuck, they have children, and then they go to school. And, and then they fuck than with other you. Yeah. And that's what happens. And they're yeah. always going to be the bigger kid. And there's always going to be somebody getting stuffed in a locker. And, uh, you know, it's I almost killed a couple realities. of kids. Because I used to get bullied a lot. I used to get pushed around a lot. And then I would snap, much like you gentlemen were just talking about. And, uh, and then I would try to kill the person. who Because uh, I'd be fine, I'd be fine, I'd be fine. And then I would jump on top of them and choke them almost to death. And I had to be pulled away. I love that video, the, the YouTube video of <laughs> the it's really big kid that's getting bullied yeah, and a little fucker goes up to him yeah. and he picks him up and just drops him on his fucking head. Uh, you oh, know and his legs don't even fucking really work after that? <laughs> yeah. No, what was great was he didn't just pick him up. He fucking brought him up like this and then came down. The kid's body literally did like the fucking worm in the air and just slammed down. And this kid was so fucked up. He and he was trying to play it off to the camera. He tried to make a face. I fucking like that. Like the joy that that kind of yeah. violence brings me. Like, oh my God. hope you don't think I'm advocating bullying, but I just I, I don't know. I taught my son comebacks uh, pretty early. On. <laughs> he had well, he was in um, third or fourth grade, and he was doing some art. He's not a great artist. He's really bad, actually. And, and um, this girl comes out to him, and she made, made fun of the art. And he's telling us a story. And then uh, says, what's that supposed to be or something like that? And then it shit on it and walked away. And he's telling us a story. And I go, well, then what'd you say? And he goes, I just felt bad. <laughs> and I feel like kids don't know because we tell them to be polite constantly. Yeah. And when somebody is an asshole, I was telling my son, no, that is your opportunity to say it's not supposed to look nice because it's a picture of your face. Now fucking beat it. And uh, I don't mind that. the light bulb went off and his whole world changed. And my son is the tiniest kid in his class. He's glasses like me. And um, he's uh, just, nobody fucks with him at all. Because they know he's gonna get, they're going to get shut down <laughs> quick. Emotional <laughs> Does he get that Al Madrigal crazy look in his fucking eye? I don't know, not yet. That, that would intimidate the shit out of me when I was a kid. I don't care how much bigger I was. I'd be like, all right, this kid's nuts. <laughs> we're going to leave this one alone. Should we bring out uh, John? Should, yeah, should, let's do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, newer podcast uh, to us, but a comic that we've known for a long time. Uh, very good friends with uh, John Heffron. Uh, the State I'm In is the name of the podcast. Let's bring out John. John Heffron, everybody. Let him hear it. 
Hey, how are you? Good. Good. What's, What's going, going on, man? How are you? People. Thank you for uh, having me. It's good to get out I, um, of my house. We just, and, and this is what this podcast has become, is uh, me relaying stories of how I'm losing it and snapping on people. Um, but you seem like you're fairly cool and you don't have, like, I, I can't see you really snapping snapping that much. I just had my two German Shepherds protection trained. Nice. So and you don't have to snap. They just do it for you. Yeah. And uh, I, I just uh, <coughs> sanctioned off my house. I have different weapons in parts of my house. So if you, like, try to rob me coming through my kitchen, uh, you, you might get a samurai sword. Do you have a... Uh, Dude, you don't have a, tell them. Through. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you this. Do you have a floor plan that anyone right. can download? Or, well, I would <laughs> With, tell you this. If you do is there wanna, a walkthrough yeah, of this game? If you do want to rob my house, I just, I, I just spent like... No one's uh, there now. Thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. I spent thousands of dollars getting my German Shepherds trained. Here's exactly how you can rob my house. I will tell you. Me. Come through my front door with a vacuum. They're oh. terrified. The place is yours. <laughs> Maybe come on the 4th of July, you have the entire house to yourself. So... Just close the door when you leave. Don't be a dick. So you have weapons uh, stashed, or you have two German Shepherds. I have two, yeah. What are you hiding? What do I you have? I have weapons on me. I'm just, I, when I was in second grade, I got, I was walking out of a grocery store, and this kid with a cast smashed me in the face when I was like a little kid. Ever since then, I just, I, you have to prove to me you're not going to try to fucking kill me. That's where you start at in my life. You start as a psycho. And then you work your way out See of See that? You thought he was normal. <laughs> I did. I did. I really had him beg for normal. He's the Dexter. This guy's the, the most out of his mind out of everybody. Dude, if I had two fucking German shepherds yeah. trained to kill people, I would just be walking around in a robe the whole time. Goes away. What if the night goes away someday? 
You know the other part of Calabasas? <laughs> you know what part I'm talking East, about. East Calabasas? Yeah, yeah. East Calabasas. Um, you heard her north, so I don't know how she gets to East Calabasas. East Calabasas. Yeah. Her wife is there. Yeah. Her sister's elbow hits the right. Then you got the biggest conversation about what is she fucking do? Supposed to be an army. She's backed up with a rod and this, this, and us on the steps while we're going to Where did you take the class? Where did you sign up for the, the class to teach couples to, to sit down with the red belt? All that detail. You guys took a class or something, didn't you? One hundred percent. It's called uh, international tactical. Like you know the two kids taught by Mossad. He was the president. Yes, yes. We were we were it was during the class. We learned like what how to protect the body from alien You know what's funny? Everybody thinks that's dumb and crazy until somebody breaks into your fucking house. You're going to listen to because you're fascist, aren't you? Are you going to listen to that? Is that you being supportive or are you really, you really no, like I'm serious. That? Okay. I'm I, don't I wanted to get a gun. My, my wife just told me she doesn't want to have them. And then she said, all right, so now I have to be like wake up from a sleep and fight some. I'm not even good when I'm awake. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I could never slip a punch. You could tell we me what you were going to throw. You still can't pass my big head. <laughs> you know, if I'm laying there. Sleeping and you're coming in. I, I got like sword. 15 seconds. Of what? <laughs> you fucking landing them on me. Just give me a gun or something. I give me. S- I gotta cheat a little bit. I gotta, ah, uh, I've changed before. I've I've been upstairs. My dogs have been barking. I thought somebody was maybe downstairs, and I was in. I, I had a pair of I call them sleepy pens, but they had gingerbread men in them. And I heard the noise, and my wife goes, "Are you gonna go hear that?" I go, "Hold on." And I ch- had to change out of my gingerbread shorts and put on. I kind of had like these these uh, fight shorts. Your life was I terrifying. I didn't want to fight the guy because the, the sleepy pants had a big hole, so I didn't want my junk coming out as I was fighting them. <laughs> so I had to gear up. Yeah, God don't make no sense. Why wouldn't you do that, dude? That's like a fucking like a misdirection. Doesn't this guy <laughs> fucking? <laughs> Yeah, that guy's not going to catch him with the straight right? Yeah. yeah, you psych him out. Oh, this guy, he's got his dick hanging out with gingerbread men. That's going to be easy. That's terrifying. <laughs> you don't dress like a badass. <laughs> the gingerbread man is a print. Also, like it's all, there's a bunch, there's of, a bunch gingerbread of gingerbread men. Yeah, so where does the dick uh, Is it coming it out like of the man? Just like, like in between two. Just in between two gingerbread guys. Ten and two? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Does that answer your question? Yeah, so no, yeah, no, I'm pretty uh, normal. I have a couple. I'm glad we started talking about this because I feel my wife won't let me get a gun, and I don't, I don't really want one because I got two hammers under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, dude. You'd rather use a hammer. You would beat <laughs> the shit. <laughs> out you would of rather yeah. use a He wants hammer. to be up close. <laughs> <laughs> you would. You want to feel the want a conversation exchange before <laughs> that last blow. You'd want to hear him beg. You want to hear him beg. Gun's too quick. It's too fucking easy. What's where's the enjoyment in that? Claw side. Claw side out. Claw I go side double out. claw Absolutely. side out. Jesus Christ, dude. It's fucking the bitch wars. Crazy <laughs> <laughs> Siberia. They fucking just let those guys go at each other with the hammers and shit. Oh, in a pit? No, what do they do? The the it was called the bitch wars out in the. No, I don't know anything about. Charlie like Murphy told me that story where they they had these guys all ratted out the fucking all all. Sounds like good writing. Huh? No, it's, it's, it's wonderful. 
It's basically it was a group <laughs> of people that became snitches for the government, and when the government was done using them, they fucking stuck them in the prison with all the people they ratted out, oh, shit. and then they just like w- let them go at it. And they had bitch wars. It was called <laughs> the bitch wars or something <laughs> like that. I swear to God, oh, no, no. Charlie told fiction. me. Charlie Murphy told me the story, so maybe that was his version of the title. <laughs> you know? Yo, it's called the bitch wars, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look this up now. So well I, th- I, I think the, the violence scene, because this is, uh, I was actually home this week, not performing anywhere, and I've never seen Sons of the Anarchy. So I started that Sunday. So this is the first time I've left my house in three days. I use Amazon Fresh. You, they, they send you food if you use that service. Yeah, I recommend it. Uh, we, I actually had groceries shipped to me. So you could uh, just watch Sons of Anarchy. And then I've watched <laughs> Sons of Anarchy, and this is so. Nice. You, you start to mentally think that, like, I watched it, and then I had a little bit of a break, and I looked at my wife, and I go, a man takes care of his business. And then I went and got a smog check. <laughs> That's because I'm, I'm the man dude, of the house. That's what like, you do. You know, there's a lot of crazy comments. You're kind of you're fucking insane, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go out of the house? I believe that, too. You didn't leave? I haven't left since. This is the first time I've left my house since Are you, Sunday. I got home did Sunday. Did you get up and pee, or were you wearing the stadium towel or some damn thing? <laughs> No, I pee. I stop. Right. I mean okay. I yeah. You I can I have pause to eat. I'm not like unhealthy. I, I'll like eat while I watch it, but right. then we just have. Don't food you like at any point? At some point, you're not sitting there going through the third season, third day. Just you haven't been outside. You, you don't know nothing in your head. Just goes, dude. This is fucking nuts. I should just at least I looked walk at outside. Twitter just, no, I, I went to Twitter just I think yesterday it, just to go. Are we? Uh, is ISIS here? Like, are we fighting them? Just to make sure, because I had no idea what was going on. Dude, with, there's like with, with fucking anything. three thousand people in that group, man. What do you? think they could they couldn't even beat up Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I checked <laughs> on yeah, I checked the news to make sure that we're okay. Terrorist okay. groups. They got like, you know, we got so more people on fucking all things comedy than they got <laughs> 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 uh, so you do the show, you the travel all over the country, you do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for a bitch up. war update. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be jo- tough to jump in. How many seasons of Bitch Wars? I'll start that right after Sons of Anarchy. You're a completist is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, did, did you watch The Wire? Did you ever watch that? I didn't watch that. No. Okay. I don't watch anything. Downton Abbey was the last one, so I went the exact opposite. Okay. I went from Downton Abbey to Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. All right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm ex- I don't know no. when the sons turn to vampires, but I'm ex- gonna, that's going to be a good season. Did it come on? Yeah. Bitch Wars. <laughs> <laughs> or the Suka Wars. Uh, occurred in within the Soviet labor camp system between 1945 and around the death of Joseph Stalin in 1953. Uh, the Russian word whatever has stronger negative connotations than its English, English equivalent. So, worse, than, worse, worse than, than bitch. bitch wars? <laughs> this is the cunt wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Go ahead, continue talking. I'll fucking I'll paraphrase this and you guys can continue the lie How that I started. <laughs> How do you think you'd do in a bitch war? How would I do? Yeah, <sighs> it, it would be terrible. So can you f- you can you can fight though with your you not well, but oh I've, okay. I've done Krav Maga. Have you for been in a fight years. in your entire? Have you been in a f- you you fuck people up? You uh, in uh, uh, high school? W- yeah, uh, I I lose my temper and then choke people to death. Okay, uh, I don't. Ha- that's not a fight. Last fight I got in, a big Mexican dude tried to punch me and I put my head down. And he broke his hand. <laughs> 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 Boom! Nice. That was my last fight. <laughs> He took I don't know what happened to that guy, but if I ever yeah. saw that fucking guy again, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. How's your ear? Wait, I had a heckler that 
I punched one time uh, because he was reaching for my boob, and I forgot I was holding a beer mug, and I turned around and clocked him with a oh, beer mug. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. He fell down, and then he's, I'm not the hero of this story, uh, because uh, he stood up and he said, uh, he said, you fucking dyke, and I said, you got a problem with homosexuality, faggot. That was the entire, and then we didn't get married because That's it wasn't a uh, rom-com. It wasn't a romantic comedy. I've <laughs> often stood on stage with the microphone and the butt of the mic stand yeah. and had people like really talking shit and just thought, I can't <laughs> I mean, I've looked, I've, I've, I've thought about how the whole thing plays out <laughs> and uh, I really could just fuck, so like just you sitting right there, I have a mic stand, you start mouthing off just that's <laughs> just a little pop. Do you know how I? Do you know how I deal with tacklers now? I pray them out of the room. I fall to my knees, make the sign of the cross, and I and I say, I hope these people have really good lives outside of this room. I hope they win the lottery. I hope they get a puppy. I hope they get a fucking kitten. But they have to get out, and then they leave. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I've only had to do. I it haven't three had times. It, I haven't it's had nice. it happen in a long time. For your fight that you were saying, the last fight I thought I was going to get into. I, my wife watches, or used to watch the Kardashians, and the dude on the Kardashians, that guy, he looks like. Is he a Kardashian? He's married to one of them. The, the, Bruce the Jenner. Guy, the, no, not the, not Bruce Jenner. The kid. Scott. Scott. Thank you. Every time that's on, <laughs> I would always tell my wife, I'd go, if I ever saw that guy, I'd fucking kick him right in the face. <laughs> I, w I would switch kick him because those look cooler, and I would <laughs> kick him right in the face every time. And so she'd go, can you not just, because she goes, you're wrecking the show. Well, I'm in Calabasas. <laughs> I was at the bookstore, and he starts walking down the aisle, and my wife is standing right next to me, and she goes, here's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> And he's staring. Now he's made eye contact. Like, why the fuck are these two people staring at me like this? And I'm just like, do I got to do it? I mean, I'm the leader of my gang. I got to show that I can do it. Yeah, that's a sign of weakness. Bear business. Right. Take care and then of he walked by, and my wife just goes, pussy, and walked away and got a coffee. So ever since then, I lost my street cred in my house. I should have hey, kicked him in the face. This, this would be an unbelievable fucking movie, man. This fight started... An internal prison war between the military veterans and the leaders of the Russian criminal underground. Underground. Is, is that fiction? Or thieves and laws. This is true. Many prisoners were killed in the bitch wars. Uh, prison <laughs> authorities turned a blind eye since prisoners' deaths reduced the overall, overall prison population, a population that was difficult to maintain during the famines of the times. Come on, man. What are you watching that sci-fi for? You should, they should make a movie like this. <laughs> right, right. So is that a documentary? Is this is Wikipedia, so you know it's true. <laughs> 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 no, but like Netflix streaming, so am I going to be watching a fictionalized account? On Wikipedia, you just search bitch wars? And I actually bought a book on it one time. This is so sad. And I started to read it. You know those fucking books? They just won't get to it. They just won't get to what you want to read about. And they were just like, the Russian peninsula was <laughs> glacially formal. Fuck you, you asshole. I want to read about the war. <laughs> For some reason, I just don't think to skip ahead because it's the way they do it. So you ever read like Moby Dick, the real version? Nope. The real version, he just stops telling the story and starts talking about whales. Like different whales for a whole <laughs> chapter, yeah. and their bones and what the fuck they do and what people used them for. It's just like, what happened? What happened to Ahab? Where is he? 
Did you ever read, uh, Havana, you might like Havana Nocturne. It's the story of uh, Meyer Lansky and Lucky Luciano trying to put make Rio de Janeiro in Cuba during the I 40s I know, but and what 50s. they would do is they would start with the history of Rio de, de Janeiro and how America got down there and our foreign and policy and all that shit. And by then, I just, uh, you'd you would be know, like, no, I wanted to I see not that. Off. I'm not you off. Uh, you, you have, Meyer you have seven pages to get me in a book oh, fair or enough, I'm done. Fair enough. <laughs> how about audio books? What if, what if Will Wheaton read it? I, I don't no? listen to somebody okay. read me a book. Okay. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> You're an adult I'm man. I'm a fucking adult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> somebody read me a fucking bedtime story when I'm driving down the street. <laughs> That's a great place for us to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time. Jackie Cation, John Heffron, the state I'm in. State I'm oh, in. stay right here. We're all going to entertain. With a low self-esteem. Dark Forest. Like we're all going to hang out. Oh, they, again, we have these uh, stickers that we made just for you, so we'd love to uh, have you uh, stop by and say hello after the show. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Uh, allthingscomedy.com. Again, we're doing all November. We're sort of doing this fundraising thing for the studio, uh, and appreciate you guys participating that. Those, uh, participating in that, the people listening, people watching, and uh, people coming. You've already you've done so much. Uh, thank you very much. One more time for Felipe Esparza, <laughs> Dean Del Rey. I'm Al Madrigal. That's Bill Burr. And thanks for listening and watching the All Things Comedy podcast live. Take care. Bye-bye.